The last time we scored a goal was on the 23rd of January against Motherwell. Since then, we failed to score against St Johnston, Livingston twice, Hibs and St Mirren. It's a sorry record as the need for goals continues. We need a fix and we need it soon. Coming up this week, I look back on our game against St Mirren. We hear from Derek McInnes following the match. Plus, we've also got a quick roundup of the week's news and the rest of the action in the Scottish Premiership on the AFC Donscast from the Inverness Reds. Welcome to the AFC Donscast with me, Graham Mackay. A slight last-minute change of plan following the postponement of the live Q&A that was due to take place this evening. First up, though, let's roll back, and yes, we have to, to the weekend home match against St Mirren. Derek McInnes got the dreaded vote of confidence last week, and the match on Saturday failed to reignite the spark that was needed to inject something into this match. Admittedly, the conditions weren't great, but it was the same for both sides, but was the cause of a ready-made excuse post-match from the manager. It was an eye-stabbing affair, the only real positive being new loan signing Florian Camberi getting a full 90. I'll bet he didn't really trouble the opposition defence. Scoring chances were few and far between throughout the match, a late mix-up involving Jack Anik and his defenders possibly offered us the best chance of a breakthrough to seal a late winner, but it wasn't to be. Derek, another goalless draw, but extremely difficult conditions to try and play football in. Yeah, I mean... Without making excuses, because I think it was two fully committed teams, and I think best players in each team, you know, were defenders and midfielders. You know, I think it was hard for the attacking players to get any sort of uh, quality shown in those conditions. It's difficult, pitch dry and windy and all the rest of it. But I don't want to make excuses. We set up with a front two, two wide players and two attacking fullbacks, so we tried to make sure the game was played a certain way and trying to be as attacking as we possibly could, but. Um, I thought both teams, as I say, were fully committed um, and I don't feel as though that we uh, uh, maybe done enough to win the game but certainly we're worthy of our point. I thought we were um, uh, a strong performance um, in terms of our work ethic and all the rest of it but still looking for that bit of quality, that moment in the game. You know, we felt that um, by playing in, their con- uh, in the conditions, trying to ask the question of opposition, maybe force a mistake or something but... I think you've got to credit St Martin as well. They concentrated well at the back. Didn't really allow us too many, too many mistakes and too many opportunities. But you know, plenty of willing from the players. But you know, obviously we're still searching for that bit more cutting edge. And today's like, days like today makes that even more a challenge. You know, if ever there's, you know, games can be abandoned for all sorts of things. You know, snow and ice and all the rest of it. But you know, wind is is the devil when trying to play. And uh, you know, it was difficult for both sets of players. It must have been. Edging on, right on the edge in terms of the wind causing the game to be abandoned because you saw on a number of occasions players trying to spot the ball up for free yeah. kicks etc and it was just blown away all the time. Yeah, it's difficult, but especially that bottom corner you know, coming from the uh, the beach side in there and it's always that bit of a challenge. Yeah, but listen, it's 
we knew the forecast all week, we knew the type of game it was going to be, we were determined to go with front two, um, we never get a chance to really work with the boys uh, up until yesterday, but we feel it's a step forward for them in terms of minutes under the belt. It's a, it's a, as I say, it's a clean sheet. I thought my two young midfielders were excellent, Dean Campbell and uh, Lewis Ferguson. So it wasn't all, um, it wasn't a, it was still some positives there, but I still, obviously, in our situation, wins are so important, and we never got our win today, and um, we need to move on now. Take the good from today. The, as I say, the minutes for some of the lads as well, and then hopefully we can uh, carry more threat certainly next time we're at Pataudry. Flo Camberia looked bright. It was obvious that he hadn't played with the boys in the first 20 minutes or so of the game, but as it, it progressed, he was linking up better and he lasted the full 90 minutes, which must yeah. be a plus for you. I think the plan for Flo, speaking to him, was we maybe thought 60 70 minutes would be his, but he was keen to keep going. We, um, him and Fraser playing, kind of dovetailing off each other, one in a 10, one in a 9, dropping in and trying to get those runs beyond. Um, I thought he looked after the ball, as you say, after that initial period once he settled into the game. But it's difficult, you know. He only, actually, he only, although he turned up in Aberdeen on Wednesday, he never actually got to meet his teammates really until yesterday. So, um, and likewise, you know, we're, um, with some of the lads who have not had a lot of football of late, who were brought in, um, it is important we get them up to speed. And the only real way they're going to do it is by playing the minutes, and uh, we'll persevere because it's too important. Next up, it's Celtic Park on, on Wednesday evening. Uh, Always a, a, a massive challenge, but yeah. you just hope that the conditions allow a better game of football to be yeah, played. I think, the, I think the Celtic have improved of late. You know, um, obviously they've had a disappointing campaign, but um, they've improved of late. Picked up a few good results, and uh, it'll be a difficult game for us as it normally is in Glasgow. But um, we'll see how we're fixed in terms of bodies fit, and we um, try to build something towards the end of the season. You know, one points. Points here and there, and they're going to get the job done for us. We need to try and win points, uh, more points than that. So um, you never know. Nobody will fancy us on Wednesday. Hopefully, we can go there and uh, put in a po- get a positive result and a big performance. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thank you. Catch live audio and video of our next match only on Red TV. Subscribe now for full match day coverage, replays, highlights, and all the goals, exclusive interviews, and behind the scenes content. Sign up now at redtv.afc.co.uk. The best of the action only on Red TV. Premiership at the weekend on Saturday. Rangers had a 1-0 win over Kilmarnock at Ibrox with a stunning strike from Ryan Jack proving decisive. Dundee United are apt into top six after beating Livingston 3-0 at Tanadice. Lawrence Shankland grabbed a double for Mickey Mellon's main after Adrian Spoil's first minute opener on a day when both teams ended with 10 men. Hamiltonakis climbed off the foot of the table at the expense of Ross County thanks to a 4-1 win over Madewell in the Lanarkshire Derby at Fir Park. Bruce Anderson, Ross Callaghan, a penalty and Marriott Okampo and David Moyo all scored for Akis against a well side who had Stephen O'Donnell sent off after 18 minutes. The match between Ross County and Hibs was postponed due to a frozen pitch in Dingwall. On Sunday, Celtic recovered their deficit against St Johnston after Odson Edwards scored two goals in two minutes to run out 2-1 winners against St Johnston. Sean Rooney put the Saints ahead. The vaccine for COVID-19 is now available and the evidence shows it works. So I'm rolling up my sleeve. I'm rolling up my sleeve because this vaccine has been through the same safety checks as any other. I'm rolling up mine because I want to get back to the things I miss. Because I know what COVID can do to families. Because I want to play my part. 
because I'm hopeful for the future. The vaccine is our best way out of coronavirus. Scotland, it's time to roll up our sleeves. Maybe a foolish or naive move by Dave Cormack to have a live Q&A on the back of the vote of confidence for Derek McInnes and on the eve of a must-win game against Celtic. Not helped by the fact of yet another game with no goals and no points at the weekend. The session that was due to be broadcast on YouTube this evening was postponed by the chairman on Sunday evening. His statement read, in confirming the Q&A event for this Tuesday night, in spite of the recent run of results, we felt it important to keep to the commitment we made to be transparent. On reflection, our focus needs to be 100% on supporting Derek and the players as they prepare for the remaining league games, starting with Celtic on Wednesday night. It was my decision to confirm the Tuesday night event and it was my decision today to postpone it. In the interim, we commit to continue to provide updates and clarification on key issues, just like we did before COVID-19. Once we are out of this pandemic, myself and Rob Wicks are happy to meet with fans face-to-face at the club. We're all frustrated by our recent form, whether it be Derek, the players or the 100,000 fans who follow Aberdeen around the globe. Yes, there's a vocal group on social media perfectly entitled to their opinions, but there are hundreds of others who have gone out of their way to send Derek and the club messages of support as we go through this challenging period. This is not to say that that statement didn't go down too well with the social media masses. He followed up the message to say the live Q&A postponed, not cancelled. The risk of Q&A content being taken out of context, resulting in distracting media headlines, is something we'd all want to avoid on the day of the Celtic game. Sincere apologies for the late notice. We will reschedule the live Q&A event shortly. Aberdeen defender Greg Lee suffered a four-centimetre tear to his hamstring, which will rule him out for the rest of the season. Having only just returned after seven weeks out, Greg suffered this new injury early in our 2-0 defeat to Hibs. The injuries have mounted up for the Dons, with Ryan Hedges having undergone surgery for a pectoral injury on Friday in Manchester. Nicola Sturgeon has urged Scottish football to make sure your house is in order after Rangers launched an investigation after a weekend party was broken up by police. Rangers said they were aware of an alleged incident and would make no further comment as they investigate allegations that Rangers players were at an illegal party or were issued with fixed penalty notices for breaching coronavirus regulations. And finally, Fiona McIntyre has been appointed as the Scottish FA's Head of Women and Girls Football. McIntyre has been Chief Executive Officer with Scottish Women's Football since 2017, but has been on secondment with the SFA in the past year. The new strains of coronavirus are more infectious, so it's even more important that you self-isolate immediately if you or anyone in your household has symptoms or if you're asked to by the NHS. Don't leave your home unless it's to be tested. And don't wait for a test result before starting to isolate. Call the National Assistance Helpline to access a range of support. For more information or to book a test, visit nhsinform.scot. Tomorrow night we've got our midweek fixture against Celtic in Glasgow. Kickoff is at 6pm. No pay-per-view option for this one, unfortunately. But if you have Red TV International, you'll be able to watch the match live on that or audio only on Red TV. Also tomorrow night there's a 6pm kickoff between St Mirren and Hamilton. 
This weekend, we are home against Kilmarnock for the 3pm kickoff on Saturday. You'll be able to watch the match live with your virtual season ticket or on Red TV pay-per-view, and it's included in your Red TV International and Atlanta United season member subscription. Match coverage with Rob McLean starts at 2.30pm or 9.30am Eastern Standard Time in the US. Elsewhere in the Premiership at the weekend, on Saturday it's Hibbs versus Hamilton, Maddowell versus St Johnston and St Mirren versus Livingston. All those are three o'clock kickoffs. And on Sunday it's Rangers versus Dundee United at 3pm and Ross County versus Celtic at 7.30pm. I'll bid you farewell until next week where we'll have all the latest Dons news and a roundup from the Celtic and Kilmarnock matches. Till then, have a great weekend and stand free. That's all for this week. More Aberdeen news next Tuesday evening from 8.